Do you struggle with mental health during the holidays? Do you feel challenged by the expectations of others? Do you feel like you're drowning with to-do lists and things that really are in the calendar because you're trying to please people today in the Possibility Mom Live, we're going to be chatting about how to manage mental health during the holiday season. This is a topic near and dear to my heart, and I got to tell you that It is one I have to constantly revisit and remind myself of. My husband and I have created an extensive amount of content. It's it's my, if I'm not mistaken, my most watched content on YouTube is on the topic of mental health in marriage. And just the other day, somebody tagged me on Instagram with a clip of a video that my husband and I had created around mental health, mental illness. And I was listening to my own words and I was like, I need this reminder. (laughs) And so I just really feel like this is an ongoing conversation. This is a conversation that you have to constantly have with yourself, regardless if you've done a lot of work in the past, there are so many things that can impact your mindset, your outlook on life. Um, And if you have diagnosed mental illness or mental health challenges, you must constantly do the work of assessing how you are doing. So today I want to share with you strategies that will 100% apply if you have a diagnosed mental illness. So for those of you who might be new here, my husband has diagnosed uh, clinical anxiety and has had diagnosed clinical depression in the past. He's no longer in a state of clinical depression um, and he has been on medication in the past and uh, continues to do a lot of work to manage his mental health. I am not a mental health expert. I'm an expert at my own life. I'm an expert, I would say, at being married to my husband, Josh. And so I just want to give that caveat. But there is a distinction, I think, between a, just very quickly, a diagnosed mental illness like depression, anxiety, bipolar, um, OCD, and others. And then, of course, a distinction between mental health. Everyone in the world has some kind of threshold of anxiety that they deal with. And again, some people's um, threshold for dealing with anxiety will then tip over into what you would call more clinical where you're diagnosed. So I just want to share that these tips, I think, apply to all. Let's get into all of them. The holidays can be a very triggering time because they are often a time of managing increased lists, increased tasks, and then increased expectations of others, whether it be your spouses, your child, your children, um, or extended family. And I know it's, it's, these are challenging things to navigate. And the women that I work with are constantly bringing up different permutations of all of the above. And so where I want to begin, tip number one, is that to recognize you always have choice in how you react. 
This might not seem like it's true. This might just be like a concept. It might not feel true. But the truth is you have choice in basically everything. Like you have a choice in where you go for Thanksgiving. You have a choice in who you see. Uh, You have a choice in how you respond when you are dealing with criticism or people picking apart the way that you parent or the way that you live your life. You have choice all the time, even if you don't feel like it. And this might be a challenging thing for you to believe. And if that is you, that is 100% okay. A line in the thought trajectory model that Metanoia Catholic teaches, a thought line for you for that might be, I'm in the process of believing that I have choice in everything. Because the reality is you do, even in the most dire of situations, even in the most challenging of illnesses, you have the ability to decide how you will react. And so that's the first thing I want to begin with, is that when a family member criticizes you, you have choice in what you say and what you do. It doesn't have to ruin your day. It doesn't have to ruin your visit. And you can arm yourself with tools. One of my favorite expressions when I feel like I'm being criticized is that's such an interesting reaction. And then I look at the floor. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and just leave it. Like, that's an interesting reaction. And if you're feeling brave, tell me more about that. It's a very, and I, I don't mean be snarky. I mean, like from a very genuine place, tell me more about that and then see what comes up in the conversation. You also have choice to give people the benefit of the doubt. What if somebody actually isn't intending to criticize or what if somebody isn't actually even criticizing, they might just be making an observation with absolutely no malice or absolutely no intention. You are just creating more drama and more meaning around that comment. And so these are really important things to remember. So number one, recognize you always have choice in how you react. Tip number two is I want you to feel like you have the permission to pivot. And in this one, I'm talking to the person who feels like, oh my word, my list is never ending. There are so many things to do. How am I going to keep up? Well, guess what? What if you don't have to? And this goes back to point number one, where you always have choice. If you feel overwhelmed by the thought of preparing a Thanksgiving feast, why don't you just pivot and order and take out? You know, like, and again, it might be, that might not be the answer or it might be the answer, but to give yourself permission to pivot And it could be pivot in any way, shape, or form. We were going to go X. You know, we were going to go, let's just say you're doing some travel. And then at the very last minute, you feel, oh, gosh, I'm actually really concerned. You know, I know one of the members at my, you know, family's house um, has a stomach flu or has the the C word, you know what? Um, Give yourself permission even at the very last minute you can pivot if you want. And sometimes I think it's only natural. We don't want to disappoint people, but we put too much emphasis on the feelings of other people at then the expense of our own peace and our own sanity. And this moves beautifully into point number three, 
which is to release any and all expectations. Now, this one can be very, very challenging, but I think it is so pivotal where mental health is concerned. There's this famous quote that I believe is attributed to a gentleman named Tom Magliozzi, and that is happiness equals reality minus expectations. So in other words, your definition of happiness is very much impacted by the expectations you are bringing to a scenario. And so what I'm arguing here in point number three is what if you could release any and all expectations? So what do I mean by that? Let's say you have in your mind, oh my gosh, I'm going to make the most epic meal. And so then it becomes this like pursuit of, well, I've got to research the best recipes. I have to find the most unique appetizers. I want to wow all my friends and family. And what happens sometimes, at least for me, is when I have a picture of what something's going to look like. So in this example, I'm thinking like the spread, the turkey and the potatoes and the cheese board, all the things. I'm picturing this spread. I can get disappointed real quick when it doesn't match what's in my head perfectly. And I cannot tell you how many times if my husband were here right now, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember when you used to be like absolutely intolerable to be around (laughs) because this is what I would walk into every holiday with. And my husband would just like hold his breath to wait for me to be epically disappointed and have like this huge meltdown. He used to really struggle with Mother's Day. I used to really struggle with Mother's Day. He used to really struggle with Mother's Day because basically he was just waiting for me to be disappointed because I was not exactly the most graceful person in the past around expectations. And I expected people to read my mind, which is really challenging too. So what would happen? I'm I'm really genuinely curious. What would happen if you were to simply just release any and all expectations? And not even from a place of just settling. I'm not even, I'm not arguing that people settle, but you just kind of, you can have a goal. You can have a goal for a beautiful spread and a clean house, but you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, if I hit it, that's great. But if I don't, no big deal. What if we could all just be surprised and delighted by what we can accomplish? There is a phrase that I attribute, although I'm not sure if this is the original source, but uh, my one of my business mentors, Ryan Levesque, measured the gain and not the gap. What if we could all just measure the gain when it comes to our holiday preparations rather than measure what we fell short on? And so if we can release any and all expectations, I really do argue that that will just be so much more um, manageable and healthy for our mental health. Okay. Another thing that I think is paramount is creating some boundaries in advance. And this is, I think, the part that can be so challenging and requires a lot of courage And that is why I think where courage is absent or perhaps not exercised well, or you're nervous, I don't know if I'm going to be able to have this kind of courage, that you actually exercise 
you create some boundaries in advance. Now, this might sound like I'm being opposite (laughs) point number three to release any and all expectations, because you could argue that creating a boundary is an expectation, certainly. But I do think that this is a, you know, the expectations I was talking about in point number three were more around things that you cannot control potentially, like how good your turkey turns out or how clean your home is or how good it smells. Or, you know, I used to, I used to try to get like decorating projects done before the holidays. Oh, and it would be such a, like, I would put myself in such a tizzy, you know, to get all of that accomplished. Um, But the kind of boundaries I'm talking about here are things that are going to protect your mental health. So for example, what if you and your spouse and your family kind of just say, we are going to be leaving by 8 p.m. so that everybody can get to bed on time, all that kind of stuff. Or what if you decide as a family this year, we're actually just going to make plans no more than one day in advance, for example, so that nobody feels pressured, that you can kind of say yes or no based on how you feel in that moment. Or you can make plans, but you can make it clear we might need to back out the the day before, depending on how, you know, everyone is feeling, how much energy we have and express that to your host. I hope that's okay with you. Right. So I do think that you can create some clear boundaries around how much you visit, how many people you visit, how much you do. And then again, it's very similar to releasing expectations where you can just be like, okay, great. Well, if we end up changing our mind, then it's kind of a bonus, that kind of a thing. But I think creating some clear boundaries in advance will be very, very helpful, again, where mental health is concerned. And then finally, scheduling for yourself what you need. And this goes very much in tandem with the boundary aspect. So for example, if you are an introvert and you just know that going out every single day... Or having people over every single day for a week or for a season, whatever it is, is going to be torture for you, then don't do it. And actually schedule in the week, you know, a babysitter or whatever it is you need to just have some quiet time. I'm pretty strategic about when I have babysitters and I will ensure, like for example, if I'm going to be preparing a large dinner on a Saturday I might have a babysitter come over in the morning or right before guests arrive in case there are last minute things that I need, in case I just want to rest and lie down and I can delegate some of the prep to the babysitter. Um, But let me give you an example. I live in an amazing town and we have developed some incredible friendships. And I remember at Christmas last year, and it just so happened it happened this year around Halloween. The, the same group of friends, we all did fun things together in consecutive days. It was like there was an event on a Wednesday, and then there was an event on a Friday, and then there was something Saturday morning, Saturday lunchtime, and Saturday evening. I'm not even kidding. It was Halloween. Halloween this year, there was a birthday party. There was like a festival where I live for All Saints Day, and then there was Halloween, and there was, you know, like... And then there were social situations around Halloween. I was in heaven. (laughs) I can socialize literally every single day. I mean, of course, I need downtime, but I just love people. I love my group of friends here. I get so much life from the kinds of conversations I have with people. Anyway, so I have 
a grand old time socializing every day. Other people in my group of friends who I feel so fortunate to know, they're like tapping out. They're like, I'm done. This is it. I'm done. I cannot. And, and it's just, then this is where I, I think it becomes very important that you don't feel almost, um, and not that anybody does, uh, you know, in my group of friends, not that anybody's doing this, but that you don't necessarily feel pressured to have to go to everything or that you don't feel like I'm going to miss out on something or, or what have you, you just simply say, and I honestly believe like my husband and I kind of have a joke at this point when people, if I show up to things and Josh is not there and people will be like, well, where's Josh? I'll be like, oh, he's having introvert time. Like we don't even like, we just call it what it is. Like, (laughs) we're just like, yeah, he needs some serious, like quiet time. It's introvert time for Josh. I will send my husband to our bedroom <laughs> to be like, you need some introvert time. I got this. I got the noise of the kids. And and so to schedule for yourself what you need. And I'll be honest with you, the 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 opposite can be true as well. Like if you have a lot of introverts in your family, but you are an extrovert, like if you're the minority amongst a bunch of introverts in my house, it's the opposite. I have to be sensitive to the introverts. I have a few introverted children. Anyway, I digress. But if you're the extrovert among a bunch of introverts, don't feel bad that you want to go schedule yourself some extroverted time, schedule yourself a girl's night, schedule yourself some fun things to do so that you get what you need in this holiday season as well. All right. So how do you manage your mental health well during the holidays? Number one, recognize you always have choice in how you react. Number two, give yourself permission to pivot. Number three, release any and all expectations. Number four, create some boundaries in advance. And number five, schedule for yourself what you need. And before we say goodbye and I wish you an amazing Thanksgiving, I want to share with you what one of my incredible moms in my Wealth Without Guilt group coaching experience is doing. Meet Shannon Morgan. She runs a a platform called Pondered in Her Heart. And she is hosting next week, right in the days leading up to Thanksgiving, a five-day challenge called Thrive Through the Holiday, a five-day challenge for moms who want to love motherhood. This is the page. I have put the link for you to register for this totally free challenge. Um, And I just love what she has to say here. If you are feeling guilty even when you know you're not doing anything wrong, um, you know, if you want to feel more confident about your mothering abilities, if you want to have more time for yourself for prayer and for quiet, if you want more patience when you are touched out or an introvert or simply struggle with lack of sleep, if you want to trust God in your daily life, even when you feel like you don't have it figured out yet, I really want to encourage you to join Shannon in her five-day challenge. And I have put the link where you can join in the notes below. If you're watching this on YouTube or um, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, I would love for you to leave me a comment. DM me on Instagram at Lisa Canning. Give this a rating. Um, I'm so grateful to spend some time with you every single week, and I would love for this to get into the hands of more people. So if this content was helpful to you, please feel free to give it a share. Alrighty, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I will be back 
on Friday, on Black Friday, with some fun things to share with you. And I look forward to spending more time with you in the pursuit of your personal and business goals and dreams. Have a great week. Are you a dream-chasing mom who wants to keep God at the center of her personal and business development? If that is you, I want to invite you to join me inside of my brand new group coaching experience, Wealth Without Guilt. This group coaching experience is for the emerging or experienced business owner who wants to clear up her mindset, clear up her thoughts around money, around her mission, needs the reminder and the clarity that there is something that she uniquely has been called to do and that unique mission has been placed there by God. Wealth Without Guilt is an experience where you will get live coaching from me on your mindset, on the thoughts that are holding you back, as well as practical training, practical skills on how to build a personal brand online via my over 10 years experience building a business and a brand both online and off. Wealth Without Guilt is for the entrepreneur who wants to ensure she is not going to sacrifice her faith her family, or what matters most. She wants to build a business and build impact and build wealth all while being the best mom, wife, and homemaker she can be. And you can join me inside Wealth Without Guilt today. Doors are open today by visiting bit.ly slash wealth without guilt. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash wealth without guilt. I'd love to see you inside our community.